It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Mark Myra here from the Gentleman's Club. Welcome to the Gentleman's Club podcast. Unfortunately, without Shane, because he has been fired. Now he's getting ready for his wedding. He's getting married today. So he'll be getting married. I'll be officiating it. And since Shane is super Christian, he's going to be calling his wife mother moving forward. Um, I think uh, I think they might actually consummate the marriage either tonight or this weekend. As the ordained minister, I've, I've asked Shane that I at least watch. It would at least be nice to watch him and his new wife have sex on their kitchen table. That would be nice, Shane, if I could watch you have sex with your wife or watch your wife peg you from behind, Shane. That would be nice. So, yeah, it's later today. I'm the ordained minister. Shane's getting married. Um, And since he might consummate his marriage, I fully suspect that by Tuesday, uh, when you hear us back on the air after Memorial Day, his voice will be slightly deeper, just slightly, a little bit. A little bit deeper because I know he's never made sweet, passionate love to his fiance. They've been saving themselves for that moment on that kitchen table while his coworker of a few years watches him from the great room. Anywho, uh, because Shane's not here, I got uh, an extra, extra long, extra long, extra spicy best of for you here on the Gentleman's Club podcast. And we're on iTunes. Well, I don't, it's not called iTunes anymore. Apple Podcasts, we're on there. Please subscribe and uh, maybe give us like uh, the five-star review, you know? We've been getting more review. We've been getting more like five-star likes, which I appreciate, but I want some written reviews. Like, what is wrong with you? Just go click, clickety-clackety. That's you typing on your phone. Clickety-clackety on the phone. Why not? If you got Apple Podcasts, hit us up with that review. Please. I want to know with your words how you feel about this show and how you feel. Specifically, how you feel about me watching Shane have sex with his new wife this weekend, which is definitely happening. Yeah, so if you could do that, that would be greatly appreciated. We're also on Spotify. Um, you got the Spotify thing going on. Uh, get on there, do the clickety clackety thing, and you, you, know, you can subscribe. Here's some bullshit. We're almost we've been we've been trying to do this for so long. We're almost on Google Play, but that bad boy is uh, is is pending still. I know there's there's been people that have asked us to get on Google Play because I think that's like the Android for the Androids people. And it's been like a week and a half of pending verification, so maybe we'll get on there. Either way, this is just some kind of like housekeeping stuff I'm talking about. Let's get to the good stuff. Some best of. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Shane, we got some uh, coronavirus updates here. So President Trump uh, told us the results of one of his tests today. And I want you to um, listen to it and let me know whether you think he has coronavirus or if he uh, if he doesn't have coronavirus. Because I'll be honest. Might be up in the air. All right. So this is Trump talking about his results of his coronavirus test. Just to be clear with everybody. Okay. Very positively in a 
in another sense. So negative. this morning, yeah, I tested positively yeah. toward negative, right? So, no, I tested uh, perfectly this morning. <laughs> meaning, meaning I tested negative. But that's the way of saying it. Positively toward the negative. Have you taken the antibody so positive, positively, he he tested positively, negative, positively toward the negative, Shane. I don't think there's a simpler way to say this, Shane, positively toward the negative, but positively. God, I feel so dumb now uh, yeah, so, after listening to that. <laughs> so that imagine, hurt my brain. Imagine like going to your fiance and being like, hey... Uh, you took your coronavirus test. Would you? Would the? Would the results uh, say? Said very positively in a in another sense. So positively in another sense. You know, hey doc, do I have cancer? Very positively in another sense. Okay, well I'll go jump off a bridge now, doc. Thanks. So I think he doesn't have it. Yeah, I think he's just dumb. Right. It's a, it's positive that it's negative. I think is what he was trying to say. Yeah, but you shouldn't use the word positive in that. No, it, is um is bad brain a side effect of coronavirus? I think it might be because he might have it then. Okay, I'm but, a little nervous. Let's see. So Michael Cohen is also out of prison because of coronavirus. They're trying to stop the overcrowding in prisons to stop the spread in prison. So Michael Cohen, he's the one that paid off the porn star that Donald Trump had sex with, and then had slap in the butt with a Forbes magazine with his family on it and then tried to pay hush money to uh, so that he could win the election. Um, he's out of prison because of coronavirus. Okay. But I want to bring some coronavirus good news here. Um, a man, with, a man. I think this is in Mexico. This seems racist. A man in Mexico was reunited with his donkey after, um, after the lockdown. And this is them. This is the him and the donkey actually reunited, right here. So a little positive towards the negative news. Baldo, qué pasa? Qué pasa? Dude, that donkey is pumped. <laughs> I can't ha handle this clip of this dude, like his best friend donkey. Hello, All right, I'm going to look up this clip. I'm typing in man and donkey love <laughs> on Pornhub. Is that? That's the might be the. Okay. It kind of sounds like it. Wait, <laughs> like this part. All right. Yeah, I didn't find it that time. I'm gonna I'm gonna type in "hot man in love with donkey Mexico hardcore screeching yeah, love fest 2020." <laughs> Oh, I found it. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah. So some good news here. Some positive news. Well, this guy got reunited with Baldo. Que pasa? <laughs> like, I wish Lily liked me that much. Do you think your ghosts would, would react like this to you? If I, if I didn't see them? Yeah. No, they're, they're soulless. <laughs> I think, I feel like a donkey might have more brain power than a goat. Hmm. I think. I guess we'll have to test it out in our next episode of Animal Jeopardy. <laughs> but I don't. I, I never made my goat make this noise. <laughs> you ever made your wife make that noise? <laughs> no, no. This one, though. 
that one. Uh, that's a donkey? <laughs> that's not just a door in a haunted house? <laughs> uh, I think my favorite part is this part. Baldo! <laughs> Uh, that's a, that's some wholesome crap right there. Yeah, man. I love it. Why? Why were they? I'm, I'm very confused of why they were even separated to begin with. Maybe the donkey had it. The donkey had coronavirus. Well, cats can get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cats can have it. <laughs> I guess with that, I mean, hold on, shut up, Shane. <laughs> listening to the donkey, it, it does sound like it has oh, coronavirus. Cough, it's a dry, yeah. it's a dry heave. We need to get that donkey a mask. <laughs> Dude, I want a donkey. Get Basha. Ay, 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 Okay. This is, <laughs> this is the most Mexican thing that's ever happened. Beep, boop, boop, boop. So, Shane, we got the coronavirus. We got restaurants. They want to open up. But experts are saying the big thing that could spread the, the virus um, with things opening up, restaurants, even, you know, things like movie theaters, any public space, the big thing that's going to spread these bad boys is uh, public bathrooms. It's the bathrooms that will, you know, because everybody's going to be using them and touching things, touching and feeling and grinding. So, uh, yeah, bathrooms are the big thing that they're trying to like, what, what's the solution there? You know, because if you're being super careful at restaurants, taking people's temperatures and, you know, wearing the PPE just to go uh, eat some baby back ribs at Chili's. But then you go in the bathroom. What are we going to do? You know? Um... Really, they're that bad because <clears throat> aren't most bathrooms like touch free for the most part? What are you touching in the bathroom? I mean, I'll kick, I'll kick a, the door open. I'll kick the handle. Kick some paper towels into your hand. I the only thing I'm touching really is the faucet. You're also, and these- even then, like most public bathrooms are hands free. This reminds me of like. Like our big boss is the same way here, where and I, I'm sure he would very greatly appreciate me bringing up his bathroom habits on the radio. But he, you're like you're saying, he's kicking things open. He'll like have a cloth so he doesn't touch certain things. I, yeah, I've adapted his uh, his, his way his of, strategy of leaving the bathroom, where he washes his hands, paper towels, saves the towel, opens up the door with that, shuts off the faucet with that, and then chucks the paper towel. I think the the bad part is, like, ultimately, you're putting your bare butt on a toilet that everyone else's bare butt has been on. I mean, what do you, what do, you do for that? Your entire bare butt's going to be so, like, on there. I understand that fecal matter, right, it, it, that you can get the virus from mm-hmm. fecal matter, right? Which is why I've always been an advocate for butt masks. Yeah. Okay? If we're going to, you know, charge people that are coughing out in public with terroristic threats... You fart in public. Yeah. You should be thrown in Guantanamo. That is just mine. And that's not an extreme thing to say. No. Thank you. Get a Pampers butt mask on your tush. Or as I like to call it, fartanamo. <laughs> Anyways. But I think the toilet is only an issue if somebody is pooping on the seat, which I would I would like to argue that would be an issue before <laughs> coronavirus. Like literally on the seat, <laughs> yeah. laying a log on the seat. <laughs> yeah. I um, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Well, Lily wants to bring the kids to the the drive-in, the drive-in theater, Shane, um, to go see some kids' movies and get them out of the house because those are open now. 
And then I asked her, I was like, well, what do we, they, they're kids. They, bef- the, the drive-in theater, the closest one is what, what, maybe 40, 45 minutes away. They're going to have to go to the bathroom. And I asked her what she wants to do with that. Her solution is to bring the kids' training potty into our van and then have them take dumps and peas into that and then dump it out the window. Oh my At the drive. God. That's her solution. Yeah, not a great solution. Oh my God. And this is one of those other situations where, like I talked about it before, we went to Highland Park and walked around and our kids were wearing masks and stuff and there was people without masks and Lily was freaking out and like talking loudly about how these people are idiots. And now she's talking about how going to go into the drive-in theater and dumping our pee out the window because she doesn't want to use the public bathrooms. At that point, just don't go. Just we, if, this, if these are the things you want to be doing in order to not catch coronavirus, just don't go. If we have to take a dump in our hands and throw it out the window because you don't want to use a public bathroom, just don't go. Um, yeah, I did know that your wife was uh, stuck in the medieval times where you're just allowed to dump feces out of a window. Yeah, she's acting like we're Lieutenant Dan peeing into a bedpan. I'm pretty sure that's a, a crime. <laughs> that is a literal crime to just shoot poop out of your window like you're a long-haul trucker. Dear God, please yeah. don't do that. So just can- go and use the bathroom. Just use why? Just use the bathroom. Yeah. So can't wait to see Jumanji Or just too. like don't dump it. Like I have no issue with your kids pooping and peeing in your car. Let us hold it. Bag it up or something or, you know, maybe, I don't know, they, they have like little portable toilets you could bring with you. That's what she was talking about. Yeah, we're bringing our portable toilet. But I mean like outside of the car too. Oh. Like a, it's like a little tent. Like they would, people would bring that to music festivals or just have a bucket. I think if you put some saw chips on it <laughs> and you covered it immediately. No, they were good. I pooped in a bucket like that once and it wasn't terrible. Was this at a music festival? Yeah. And you just put saw chips? <laughs> if we get some saw. Well, I didn't do anything. And I didn't know this person. It was just I was walking into the venue and I really had to go. And I didn't want to go deal with the porta potties. So they had theirs. Did you ask them? No, they weren't there. I just walked into <laughs> oh, it. And then they, they got a real surprise when they got back. To say, was it like a three bears situation? <laughs> oh, this one's too small. This one's too big. Yeah, I'm sure they looked in there and they were like, Hey, hey, which one of you guys had corn? Beep, boop, boop, boop. Shane, we got Mr. Deck Willard Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys getting offered $175 million from the Cowboys. $175 million, okay? The highest a quarterback would be paid. He said no. What? He said no. He said, I ain't doing it, baby. Baby, I'm not doing it. I think it would have been five years. $175 million, $35 million a year. And somebody also pointed out in, in this article, in Texas, there's no income tax. So you're just getting the good good. You, they're not tax. You know, like New York State, you're taxed at like 30% for your income. Not in Texas. Dacky boy would have been getting legit like that 35 million. 
What is that per game? That's two million a game, pretty much. Ugh. He's saying no, and I think he'll get more. He'll get more, right? Uh, so yeah, I'm just catching up here, but it seems like he wants a fifth year on the contract for forty five, forty five million. But also that's being refuted. But who knows, dude? So as it sits right now, though, he he, said, he doesn't have a contract. He yeah, he said no. Um, Dang, girl. All I know about Dak Prescott is Dang. he was my fantasy football um, quarterback. Oh, so yeah, you know a lot about him. Though. I just know that I lost my fantasy. I don't know I'm saying it's Dak Prescott's fault. But I'm just saying I lost. But he's not like, is he, is he top five in the league? For what? Quarterbacks. In what? In being a quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> No, I, I yeah, I, I guess it doesn't matter what. Like you're, you're building your you're perfect team. Are you going Dak Prescott? I'm going to build a team around this guy, or like because if you're paid in theory, capitalism, you're paid the most. You're the best. You know, in theory, in theory. Yeah, but these quarterback contracts are just so stupid now. Like Jimmy Garoppolo was the, I think the highest paid quarterback for a hot second. I, he's he's not great. Tom Brady, I think I don't know if this is like up to date. Fifteen million a year? No, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's no, yeah, I don't. The money doesn't even matter. It, it doesn't reflect your skill. They named the city after Tampa Brady, and he's making would be making less than Dak Prescott if they end up trying to give him more. And then I was looking, I was, I was thinking NFL has a salary cap, so I looked at. What the salary cap for 2020 is, and it's 192 million. So that would be if if he if they, he said yes to this, 35 million a year. It's like a fifth of their their the team salary for the entire year, a fifth of it mm-hmm. for one position, one dude. Yeah, that's insanity. Why? Like, what is the benefit? Um, you get really filthy rich. No, no, I get the lot. Well, I would accept this if I was him. I'm saying, what's the benefit for the team? He's a yeah. I, I, it's it's all broken for the the quarterbacks. That's that's wild. Yeah, I, I wouldn't expect him to uh, to turn anything down. I, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but I don't think he deserves it. I think he doesn't deserve it. You know, it's he's not that he's not like that great. Like. He barely made your fantasy football team. I don't know. They're expecting him to have a good year this year, but I don't know. They they also went and got um, the red red rifle to back him up, and I kind of figured that was a power move to be like, listen, we're going to offer you a contract, and if you don't like it, then see you later. Mm-hmm. We'll bring him this other dude. Huh? Huh? Wow. He's a young dude, though. I mean, he's 26. Yeah. Oh. There's also to me like still got a lot of tread on those tires, Mike. Oh, Lots of tread on there. He's a big boy. Last night. Any, I'm sorry. Um there's a point too for me. Yeah. As a as a person that doesn't make thirty five million dollars a year. But is there a difference? Is there really truly a difference between thirty five million in one year and thirty four million? Or thirty six million, you know what I mean? Like, are you really getting that better yacht with just the extra mill? Like, at, at some point, 
the numbers are so high. We're just, how does it even matter? How does like a billionaire, if I'm, if I make a billion dollars, does it matter if I make $2 billion? Like, does it even matter at that point? Mm. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, you want it all. I mean, that's just the American white market. Mm-hmm. You got to think taxes too. Taxes are tough, but in Dak's case, um, and I hate the Cowboys. I hate them so much. And I, you know, I don't like Dak Prescott. I don't. I don't enjoy his chunky soup commercials. He's no Donovan McNabb in my book. But he he's been on a rookie contract now. I think uh, like this is his first real contract. And he was a fourth round quarterback. I think if I remember right. And so I think he's he's like worth like two million. I think I saw right now. Mm-hmm. He's only worth. It's an NFL quarterback being worth only $2 million right now. And he's like, you know, this far into his career. This is like to make up for those early years. I thought, oh God, I know I don't have the information right here, but isn't there something where like rookie contracts are, they're limited. They made them limited where you, like there's no rookie that you can really pay too much. Like, because they were giving such ridiculous contracts to people right out of college, and they yeah, were like, "Okay, we're going to put an end to this." Yeah, it's, it's lower. It's lower now. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe they'll make up for that. Like, it's kind of back pay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think they they try to make up for that a little bit, and I don't know. You you want to show that you're committed to this, dude? Well, we'll see how much he gets. Right? Like, he did not. He said no to it. Maybe he just wants that extra ten million. That's going to make all the difference, right? Fifth mm. year, 45 mil. Mm. Mm. I'll take, you know what? I'll take half. I'll do half of that, and I'll do a quarter of the work. I wonder how much is guaranteed, too. God. Like if he gets hurt or something? Yeah, how much is this? You got to think, too. Oh, God. Those, the people that are doing the negotiations for him. Oh, his agent. How much is Asian is going to make? I think on it's that like a one percent, dude. One percent. We got to become sports agents. I am such a like a cheap, tight wad of a man. I, if and it would, it's not ever going to happen. But if I was a professional athlete, athlete, I would definitely be trying to do my own contract negotiations. You would? Oh, you'd like do for sale by owner? You'd like? Yes. You would not have an agent. I know. Why would I want you know some weird dude that went to Berkeley to like get a cut of my money? Mm. Shane, uh, let me let me tell you, as a as a man, uh-huh. that, you're a man in your 30s yeah. that has never played sports professionally in any yeah. capacity at all. I think, I think you you're being looked at. You know, I you mean, give a chance. I'm I've been doing all my uh, my own contract negotiations. That's why <laughs> here at the Zone, I don't have a contract. Beep, boop boop boop. I feel like this is uh, this is a story that you can get behind, Shane. I feel like if uh, there was like King Shane that ruled the world, this is something you would do. A grandmother was ordered to delete her. I thought, I thought that was the end of the sentence. A grandmother. You do a grandmother. Okay. <laughs> a grandmother was ordered to delete Facebook photos um, because the mother of the grandkid, the of of the child she had Facebook photos up. Um, was like suing her because there was a fallout between the two and she didn't okay the fact that the grandmother was putting these photos onto her Facebook. Mark, I have been saying it for years. Stop posting pictures of your kids online. Yes, it's annoying as hell for all the rest of us. And yes, that is the main reason why I want you guys to stop posting it. But also, 
this is not going to be the only lawsuit we hear like this in our lifetime. When this new generation coming up that has been just exploited as hell on the internet for likes via moms and dads that look a lot like Mark and his wife, they are going to sue the ever-loving crap out of you guys for not giving their consent to having just naked bathtub pictures everywhere or them just out in the mud uh, with their butt out or whatever the hell you guys post. Any of this nonsense, like having all of their information being collected by Google and Facebook and Twitter before they can even read or write. Mm -hmm. Like their face, their face, Mark. We know, you know, that our facial information is stored on Facebook. We mm-hmm. d- downloaded our thing before. That's why it's called Facebook. They guarantee, that's not why, but they, <laughs> I guarantee they already have a profile made for your kids and their faces. And you, they never agreed to that. Did you sit down and ask your kids, hey, do you mind if I give Mark Zuckerberg mm. the exact layout of your face to use for advertising or whatever the hell he wants to do? Whatever weird stuff he's got going on. Nope. Guess what? You're going to get yeah. sued. Stop posting your kids' pictures online. And this this grandma should go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right. Like millennials, you know, just as we were getting out of college and trying to get into the workforce, the huge recession hit. Right. And then now we're maybe some of us are just starting to get on our feet. Boom. Coronavirus hits. Pandemic depression. Right. And then just as, oh, maybe we're starting to get some money. We're in our we're in our, our mid 40s now. Oh, sued by our kids. We are going to be the most economically beaten generation and i think you're right about this being part of it there's gonna be a huge lawsuit all the kids um lily and i were actually talking about this um where stopping posting pictures of your kids well i think like at a certain age like there's gonna have to be a point where we have to ask them can it be today (laughs) i i i'll i can speak for myself no um, I am, can also speak for Lily. Definitely not. Uh, yeah, there's going to be an age where it's like we kind of have to ask them permission, right? Like I got crap for posting a video of uh, of one of a guy that works here. He was sleeping on the job, and I posted a video, and he got mad at me, and I took it down. But I gotta if if I'm taking his stuff down because I didn't ask him if I could put it up. I can't be putting up pictures of my kids that might be embarrassing or detrimental, you know? Yeah, yeah. shouldn't have done it to begin with from the jump. Yeah, I hope you I hope you get taken to the shed by your kids in <laughs> 18 years. You you know, for being friends with me, you hope nothing but the worst happens I'm to me. I'm looking out for those kids, dog. <laughs> Listen, I like you, but I hope those kids destroy you in court. <laughs> okay. I hope they leave you in shambles. <laughs> Lily is the worst with this stuff. She will like obviously she takes a ton of pictures of the kids and and posts those. Um, you know, a lot of people do that stuff. But Lily will literally take like like I'll be changing my clothes. She'll take pictures of my bare ass as I'm trying to put pants on and then within 5 seconds I'm looking at my phone and it's in our group message with our friends. Oh, Without that asking is a crime. Me. That's yeah. a crime. <laughs> I mean, you've seen my penis, right? Yeah. You didn't want to? No. And I didn't want you to see it. It seems like the only person... I've seen it from four different angles. Though. Yeah. It's Lily. Yeah, She's... that's a crime. You should take her to the woodshed. So if the kids sue me... 
You should. Well, we need to get her a woodshed. You got to sue her yeah. first <laughs> before these kids grow up. But yeah, no, that uh, doesn't she live by the golden rule? I guess you got to golden rule her. Mm-hmm. She's gonna post pictures here, but <laughs> post nudes of her. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that won't blow up in my face. Okay, <laughs> but she thinks it's okay to do to you. <laughs> That would it's, that it's would stop different. her immediately. It's different. If you dropped a a Kucheroo picture mm. on your family's group chat of her, damn, that's right. That would be done. <laughs> that would. That's a that's a Hiroshima, my friend. That would like destroy the family. I can't be. Yeah, I can't use that as a verb. That yeah, no, really, that's not good. It's more of a Nagasaki. It's more of a Nagasaki. Yeah, yeah that's, not, that's a little smaller. That's I apologize to everybody <laughs> out there. <laughs> Um, we had a, I mean, we had a guy that used to work here that did this to his kid. He posted a picture of his kid crying. Oh. And then made a freaking book out of it. Like a legit real book. Yeah. So that he should definitely get sued for that. (laughs) Um, because yeah, he made money on that. He exploited, that's literally exploiting your children. And then other parents exploited their kids because they were sending him pics to put in the book of just, it was like their kids crying. That's all it was. This guy should get taken to the woodshed. (laughs) Man, you're taking everybody to the woodshed. By so many children. All the children in that book, 18 years from now, should be just bending him over a woodshed. Beep, boop, boop, boop. All right. Shane, this is your last stuff you can't eat with Shane as a non-married. Unless you get divorced in a year, then we'll probably do it again as a non-married. Yeah, look forward to a lot more talk about fiber when I get back, right? As a married man, you gotta be real, be real concerned with that fiber and taking huge poops. Healthy ones. They're huge, healthy. Huge, hearty, healthy poops. Let's do it. Stuff you can. Not the poop. The bit. Stuff you can. What can't we eat? What can we eat? Shane, enlighten us. Sweet, delicious, <laughs> tasty Mark Meyer. Don't eat me. Let's get into it, okay? Well, this is, seems like one we talk about a lot during this bit. Coffee. Mm. Where the hell do you think we're at with coffee nowadays? Good, bad, or ugly. I'm going to go positive on this. So we don't have, we ran out of coffee here in the office. So I'm going to say that it's bad and it's somebody looking out for our health and they just threw out all the coffee. So I'm going to say that what you're about to tell me, the new fact about coffee is that it's bad for you. Mark, bad news, my friend. Well, good news and bad news. It's both ways. So this week. Positively negative. This week, there was two studies that came out, right? And it was, it's on both sides. So there was one study that came out. It was mostly a study of women that found uh, if they, women drink two to three cups of coffee a day, they tend to have lower levels of body and uh, abdominal fat than okay. women that don't drink the coffee. All right. Um, for men, the results were not quite as noticeable. So two to three cups of coffee for the ladies, if you want to keep it looking tight. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, ladies. The beaches are reopening, ladies. <laughs> you better drink some dang coffee. Tighten it up. Two to three cups of it a day. <laughs> but another study came out this week. This is from the University of South Australia. Good day. Uh, they found that drinking too much coffee 
is actually linked to an increased risk of developing osteoarthritis, joint disease, and oh general obesity. Okay. Well, what the? Yeah. There's a, there's a thing, like, there's got to be this thing where there's, like, an exact amount of coffee that you must drink a day, yeah. and you will have the most healthy life ever, but if you go a sip over, yeah. you immediately release your, well, release your bowels, you turn into a big fat mess, and you get nose cancer. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that is the, it's the ongoing struggle. Every single week, the amount of coffee I'm allowed to drink a day changes, uh, thanks to science. I would like to say, though, general obesity is, of course, the arch rival of Colonel Sanders. I do remember that cartoon. Uh, general obesity, you get the hell out of here, you, you stinking jerk. And you just throw uh, chicken bones at him. It was great. So that study found one to two cups per day was fine. So they're saying essentially three cups a day is way too much. And meanwhile, that last study said two to three cups is great for losing weight. So, Mark, I don't know what to tell you. It's also tough because what are, are they taking into consideration? I've talked about this before, and it blows my mind that if you go to Dunkin' Donuts or Tim Hortons and you ask for a regular, like you're just like, oh, I'll have a regular coffee. Yeah. That means four sugars, four cream. It's an insane amount of sugar and cream in there. That's the regular. So are they are they taking into consideration? You know, the add-ons, the shot of caramel, no. creamy goodness, or is it just straight black coffee? This is just the coffee, yeah. All right. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's candy. I, one time I made the mistake at, at Dunkin' of like, uh, I thought I was getting one of the unsweetened flavors, so I was like, a French vanilla, maybe, right? And then I was like, oh, crap, I got to get a little sweetness in there. I was like, can I get a couple of sugars in there? But they hit me with the, the sweetened one a and, double sweet. and sugars. My God, Mark. I'm still coming down from that. I hope this doesn't come off as racist. Oh, God. I really don't want it to. But I once got, accidentally got an African-American lady's coffee. It was the sweetest thing I've ever tasted in my life. <laughs> I also don't want to be racist. But remember, that, <laughs> remember that one time we were at Duncan? Yeah. And that African-American gentleman walked in. <laughs> And he had eight sugars in his <laughs> medium coffee? Bruh. Bruh, what the hell? Look, is that a, is sure that a, is that a people, new stereotype I didn't know about? Um, I just know from working at Annie Ann's, every specific race had their pretzel. White people were boring as crap and just got either... White people get no salt pretzels, okay? No salt um, the black people usually got cinnamon sugar pretzels. Asian people usually got almond crunch. That was for real. Dang. And then nobody got the hot dog, <laughs> the hot dog wrapped pretzel. No, it was just a nobody. Yeah. So maybe there's there's something culturally, you know. I just maybe I I don't know because I am a white. Um, but how many sugars I do, do you know, get in there? I don't get any sugars. I just get the swirls, oh. but. And I know that the, the coronavirus is, you know, they say it's hit the black community harder just because of their high rates of diabetes. So I don't know. Uh, is that, is that it's a stereo- coffee? Is that a stereotype that we don't uh, make fun of enough? <laughs> that, that's your takeaway from this? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Who knew that it's the stuff you can't eat with Shane bit that would get us fired? 
It's <laughs> just a question. I don't know. I'll have to ask my uh, my black friends. Mark, uh, I also wanted to bring something up to you. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, are you on TikTok? Are you a TikToker? I saw this. It's the strawberry thing, right? Yeah, I, did, I like saw a this. New new viral thing going around um, TikTok that people are putting what is it? Strawberries into salt water mm-hmm. and bugs come out of them. Yeah, those. I watched, did you watch the video? I didn't because I don't want to live with that information in my brain. There's, they're so tiny. They're like tinier than fruit is it flies. Like bacteria. Um, no, they they said they're it's it's the baby phases of a fruit fly. Okay, and it's just like a little worm will crawl out of your strawberry. Oh God, that makes me so itchy. Well, that's what they also say to to clean your fruits and vegetables in brine, like salt water, um, to get the pesticides off. And apparently, the fruit flies. Yeah, I saw this. Does this make you not want to eat strawberries? I assume. I mean, like, where do you think fruit flies come from? You know, well, like, it's not like the fruit flies just notice that you have some rot- rotting fruit around and want to get to that rotting fruit. They came from the fruit, you know? So you're eating that. I mean, I personally don't care. But, like, is there a level of, uh, I mean, you're the only vegetarian in the room. Is there a level of vegan or vegetarian where this would bother them, where they'd be like, I can't eat a strawberry now because there's fruit flies in them. Or do you just assume it's just like, it is what it is type of thing? Um, I mean, vegans, yeah, the, the, I think vegans would probably be upset about that. I wouldn't be. Um, yeah, because you have to assume that there's microscopic bacteria and stuff like that. That's like, those are, that's living, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, at some point, you have to just be cool with that. You can't bleach your strawberries. So, and if you bleach it, you're killing them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, I, my thing for me personally is I just, I don't eat anything that, uh, you know, feels. Oh, is there the question like, of that, shrimp? That's, yeah, that's why I've always like shrimp. I don't know. They, they don't really know if it feels or not. Yeah. They you say to be shrimp. safe, don't because mostly because, you know, to get shrimp, they have to go through a lot of turtles. They, they, r- they kill a lot of other stuff oh trying gosh. to get shrimp. So it's like you're supporting an industry that's killing a lot of other things that do feel. The more you find out about this world, the less you want to be in it. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, I'm talking that about was the most emo crap I've ever heard. <laughs> it's Fall Out Boy lyric. Jeez. No, I'm talking about that just for everybody. The more I find out about how everything is, it's just like, oh, this is awful. Is this Silverstein? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Anything else? That's what I got, Mark. All right. Well, at least we ended on, ended on a high note. Stop, you can't.